What time is it? 8.30. 8.30? Yeah. Already dark outside. And it's dark outside. Yeah. You're repeating me again. Am I repeating you you're again? You're terrible at repeating what I say. Am I terrible at repeating what you say? You're awful at repeating what I say. I'm awful at that, aren't I? Terrible. So it's 8.30. Yeah. It's dark. It's dark. Where has summer gone? I don't know. It's gone. Gone, gone, gone. It's gone. Gone. It's gone. So, what's occurring? (laughs) (laughs) I should be saying that. It's a girly thing. Go on then. So, what's occurring? I don't know. What is occurring? Whatever you've got planned. What was that from? What's occurring? Yeah. It was from, um, I can hear our daughters shouting at us now. Kevin and Stacey. Kevin and Stacey. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin and Stacey. (laughs) Kevin and Stacey. Oh yeah, Gavin and Stacey. Stacey, <laughs> Gavin and Stacey. Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, that ran for a few years, didn't it? Gavin yeah, and Stacey. Yeah, and, but I didn't watch it when it was no. on at the time. I didn't watch it until about a couple of years ago. I think you, you actually watched a whole lot, yeah, didn't I did. you? Sort of back I, to back like, to back. I like, to back. I like to. I like to watch things back to back. And I kind of watched a little bit of it as well. Yeah, it's quite. It's quite. It was quite good. It's quite good comedy, isn't it? Right, good. In the Welsh island of Barry. Ah, oh, Barry Island. It's a real place many as well, years isn't it? Holiday in that Barry Island, both as a kid and when I was a bit older as a teenager. Great place. It was a place Very a lot fun. of people went from this part of the world because it was sort of down on the south coast of Wales. Yeah. And it was a bit of a, a fun spot, wasn't it? Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, it's changed a bit now. Though, Had a bit of a nightclub and everything. Yeah, arcades, yeah. candy floors, fish and chips, seagulls, fair. fair, girls, boys. Yeah. Used to be a Butlins as well. It was Butlins That's that right, I went it did. to. It was Butlins. That's not there now, is it? As a young teenager. No, no. No, not at all. Is it, like, is it gone complete or has it been... Yeah, it's gone. I, I think it's just houses It's not now. been renovated into no. some really posh hotel. It's housing. Barry Island. Good Kevin old Barry Island. Fantastic. So once again, we're here. I Damn it, I said it. You did. I said it so again. I'm not going to say I'm here. I always say, once again, we're here. Because it's so obvious. Obviously, <laughs> we are here. Flipping egg. Reel that back in. Yeah. I can't do the backwards talk. But we are literally here again. Shut up. For a episode 14. 14? 14. I can't believe we've gone on the wedding photographer's journey. That's crazy. With me, Darren. And me, Cara. And we are. Darren Musker Photography. The (laughs) Dimanic duo of us. Two. (laughs) Duo is two. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy fool. Little pause there while you take a sip of your vodka. But welcome again, anyway, to our podcast. 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 What is going on tonight? I don't know. Flipping egg. Can't get me teeth in. Welcome again to our podcast. Yes. Where we take a look at the wedding industry yeah. as photographers. We don't rip it apart, or do we? We do. Do we dissect <laughs> it and give our opinion? A little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. A little bit. But it's all taken. It's all taken. It's all given, and it should be taken as fun. Yeah. Not as fact. Our opinions. And opinion, just our opinion. Absolutely. Most of the podcasts I listen to, they're opinion-based, a lot of them. Yeah. Some are factual, but most of them are opinion-based. People put ideas out there, put theories forward, dissect them, chew them up, turn Mm. them around, and nothing's resolved. But it's good listening. Yeah. So hopefully ours is a bit of good listening as well. But we kind of aimed this, didn't we, at uh, those... We're kind of looking to progress in the industry. <laughs> Put them right off, I'd imagine, by now. <laughs> 14 that, episodes that, in. The point there was it wasn't a case of 
putting them off. It's just kind of just let them know what, what it does exists. Because I put myself in a position where if it was me and I'd listened to something like this the very first day I started out, I would have really enjoyed hearing, really, somebody we're say... Not, we're, not, we're not sugarcoating anything, are we? Oh, no. This, is, this, is, this has just been our experiences. Other people would may experience things completely differently. And of course, of course they, they do, because they're all, individuals, absolutely. all individuals. So this is just our experience. And, you know, we, it's stuff we talk about, as we said before, we talk about it all the time on our, when we walk in together. So we just it's our passion, isn't it? It's what yeah. we do for a living. Yeah. It's our passion, and it doesn't put us off. So that's that's oh, a no, good thing. It just makes us more determined. Yeah. Just looking at our podcast description, that I never read. I think I might have read it in the first couple of episodes, but it, it just tries to sum up what we're doing. That we have a journey as wedding photographers. We've been on a journey, haven't we? Yeah. I was a solo in this journey to, to start with originally, and we're still on it. We, you come on board, and we, we, it's a journey. Every corner we turn is a new corner isn't it mm. I mean every wedding we go to is a new wedding so that's a new corner that we've turned isn't it yeah. and we're seeing on what's around that corner so we want people to, to come along with us particularly if you're new and looking to progress in this wonderful career because it is a wonderful career is it? <laughs> is it? no but it, it, it's you've had jobs I've had jobs it's very unique this is a great job it's isn't very, it? it's a very unique absolutely career. But it's wonderful yeah. because it's so varied. Mm. Because you don't know what your next job's going to be, do you? Yeah. You don't know what your next wedding's going to be. They're never the same, are they? Of course they're never the same. Even if they're at the same venue. No. They're, they're never the same, never, are never, they? You're never going to find two. So this is our journey and everything we experience is part of our journey. We don't like to use techie jargon or confusing language for the obvious reasons. I don't know any techie jargon. Nor do I, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't use it. It's quite true, actually, because when I speak to my photography friends and when I meet other photographers and they start talking, <laughs> they have to hit you with all the science yeah. and all the technical terms. Which is great. To kind of prove that they are photographers. Yeah. And I'm looking at them like going... You glaze oh, over. Yeah. Yeah. Just, say, just say the word. Just say, just, just say it as it is. You start doing a Homer don't, Simpson. Don't convince me. Yeah. <laughs> disappearing into the hedge. He's talking mm. technical. There's not really a need for it. You do your technical reading when you're re when you're learning. I mean, I'm still learning. So when I'm watching videos or I'm reading documents or articles, all the technical language is in there, and I kind of know what it means. Yeah. But I don't. You don't, don't, I don't need, feel the need that to tell anybody part else. Of my vocabulary. To, no. I'm talking to somebody else. No. I like to keep it simple and hassle-free, faff-free. Yeah. No flannel. We don't do paying subscriptions or workshops. Oh, you mean we don't provide that? Yeah, we're not asking people to pay for what we give. I don't think are anybody we? pay for us, would they? We are no, <laughs> not, no, not to give. Not. They might pay to get rid of us. <laughs> but we are just two people chatting fun wedding photo stuff. Yeah. Because weddings, although we are professional and we take it very serious, of we, do. we bring along a fun element to our work. Yeah. We bring that to the stage that we work on. Stage at the right word. Not that we perform, but we, we bring it to our workplace, Well, it's, don't it's, we? it's called a stage, isn't it? Where you, where, yeah. you're, where you do your work from, it's called your stage. So we are Darren and Cara. We are, I think. We work the wedding scene, which we kind of do, don't we? Yeah, of We get involved in the wedding scene, don't we? We do, or well, we used to do lots of wedding fairs. We kind of got to know people. We worked at varying venues, and you get to know owners of venues, favoured suppliers of that venue. You kind of get to know the wedding scene. Mm. You know people have got good reputations and bad reputations in the industry. Not that that makes any difference, because no. I, 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 I do not listen to it. anything. But exactly. the point is, when you're out there, you hear the stories, don't yeah. you? Or yeah. the opinions of people, their opinions of other people. And with us, it doesn't wash. You know, it's a case of, I don't know these people, so I, my, my opinion will never be formed 
on the back of what somebody else says about no, someone or something. But we are in the industry, aren't we? We float around in it. We know people. People know us. You get to know what works. You you even get to know if you've if you've got a client but you can't do their wedding and they're asking you for a recommendation. You even know who would probably suit them. Yeah, better. yeah. You know, little things like that. Yeah. Um, so we work the wedding scene. We want to bring you our stories. Well, that's self-explanatory, isn't it? Yep. We don't have a lot of stories. So this we haven't year, got any we? wedding stories this year, have we? That was the, that was the plan. That, that was what we were was going the plan. to do. That was the plan. We've got a wedding next Saturday, but uh, it's not a story. So we want to bring stories and our experiences and our opinions, and most of all, our encouragement to those that are looking to start out. And I think that's what the important thing is. I think but, that's probably where maybe we haven't really done an awful lot of no, that yet. But that the was kind of the, side. the nucleus I wanted this yeah. podcast really to be about, that we would be encouraging people, which we try to encourage if you're new and getting into it. You need encouragement mm. because it is so easy to think, oh, this is too much like hard work. No one's noticing me. No one's doing this. No one's doing that. You know, I've got 20 likers on my new Facebook page after two months. I'm never going to work. The point is you will. Yeah. If you stick at it, you will. You have to be, that, that, that's the other point. You have to be in something like this for the long term, don't you? You have to be quite tenacious. You have to be tenacious. I'm trying to think of another word. <laughs> I can see your, your eyebrows <laughs> went up then. <laughs> What's another word? But you have to be quite ruthless with yourself, don't you? It's, I think a lot of people come into the wedding industry on the back of having a nice camera, taking nice pictures of their family, their kids particularly, and family, mm. maybe doing a friend's wedding for free that wasn't going to have a photographer or can't afford a photographer the wedding wasn't like that it was a small wedding yeah then they're sort of told your photos are lovely you should do this for a living and I kind of I think it kind of stems from there yeah then people just jump into it thinking oh I could do this I could do these but when you once you start facing different scenarios different light situations without getting technical um, not quite understanding the, the basics shall we say mm. That's when it becomes a struggle and then they throw the towel in. Yeah. But if they give themselves a chance by developing their skills a bit more before they really made a stride into the arena to try to succeed, the potential would have been for them to succeed would have been a lot higher Yeah. Uh, than not. But that's what I'm saying. We need to encourage people. Not enough encouragement is out there. No, there was, no. There doesn't seem to be enough encouragement. It's quite a, it's quite a, a closed shop, isn't it? Feels it feels like I think. that, doesn't it? It feels very insular. Very isolated. It can't, I, I, can, I can imagine if if you didn't have me and I didn't have you, we might feel very differently about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe so. And we give our opinions, and that's what they are, their opinions. Mm. We work in the industry. We're not an authority, but I think we work enough, we meet enough people that we, we can just give our opinion. Yeah. And that's where it ends. It's our opinion. Yeah. People can shout back to us saying, you got that wrong, you don't know what you... That's fine. Yeah. Opinions open up debate, mm. which opens up conversation doesn't it yeah and it also opens up opportunities for for education mm. you know these things are there aren't they so it's our opinion from the work that we do and the things that we experience and we're quite honest individuals aren't we yeah very we don't go spreading lies and telling false stories and you know no. to make ourselves look fantastic we say what we see yeah. and if what we say of what we've seen upsets somebody well that's us saying what we've seen and that's our opinion yeah no, no more than that it's just no yeah, more than our yeah, opinion end of it yeah, uh, our stories, our experiences and our opinions. Most of all, encouragement. We've covered that, haven't we? Mm. And in a seemingly oversaturated part of the wedding industry, you may feel like giving it all up before you've even started. Well, don't. Well, don't. But that is the advice that I wasn't given, that it was an oversa oversaturated part of the wedding industry. 
No, I suppose not. And I did feel like giving it up mm. before I'd even started. But nobody said to me, well, don't. That's That was my natural defiance. Well, I'm not giving it up. Yeah. Why should I? I like doing it. I want to do it, which is how you've got to be. Yep, tenacious. So anybody out there new, you have to keep at it. You just have to. Yeah. If you want to be rewarded long term, you keep at it. And as I always say, just educate yourself. There's so much out there these days that you can educate yourself with over anything, isn't there? Yeah. You've got a squeaky chair. Yeah, my chair's squeaking. It's very squeaky. Get a bit of WD-40 on that. That's actually, that's my back squeaking. (laughs) (laughs) So tonight, right? Tonight, right? Right, tonight. Tonight, right? Tonight, tonight, right? Um, I just thought, in the week we've been walking. Well, not so much this week. It's been rotten weather, hasn't it? Yeah. Really bad weather. Rather wet. Yeah. And windy. Yeah, that's, that's typical August weather at the moment, isn't it? It was Wet. last. I'm pretty sure it was last. It started last off. Year. You might get a nice early start to the month. Early start. Early start to the month. A nice early period at the start of the month. A nice worst, early w- sunny period. But then as August goes on, it always just declines, and it? it becomes a really wet. Yeah. Month. And then September hits you, and it gets colder. Yeah. And you kind of now think that's it. Winter is imminent, isn't it? Well, people have been telling me on Facebook today, they've been putting their central heating on, which I was most jealous about wow. because we ain't got any. Facebook <laughs> has told you, yeah, we ain't got central heating, we've got electric heating, haven't we? Yeah. So that, that won't go that on until about November, December. Oh, yeah, it's, co- it's coats and hats first before Definitely. central heating. Lots of socks. Blimey. But we, we was having a chat in the week. Were we walking or were we just sitting around? I can't remember now. I think we were sitting but around, we, actually. We kind of just brought up a subject of our photography, you know, and our style and... How it's referred to as being documentary. Well, that's what we've always presumed we were. Yeah. So I, I kind of, we kind of had that conversation. We looked at a few things and we thought, well, there are these words out there that kind of describe not just what we do, but what most people do in wedding photography. And the two words are reportage and documentary, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I think both things actually mean the same thing, i.e. to tell a story. Or the art of telling a story in photos. Yeah. Documentary seems to fit being a wedding photographer, doesn't it? But the other word they use is reportage. But reportage and documentary are the same thing. Yeah. Now, you'll have people screaming at the mic again now, or the radio, sorry. Or, <laughs> I'll be screaming at the mic. Uh, uh, whatever they're listening the to this on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I think I am? On the radio. And welcome to Radio... The Wireless. <laughs> the Wireless. <laughs> Let's tune in to Darren Musgrove Photography on a wedding for... I don't know what that accent is. No, nor me. <laughs> what was I saying then? Uh, you were saying... People were shouting at whatever they're listening to yeah. this to on, that the I've got that totally wrong. But I, I went online to say, right, what does reportage mean technically and what does documentary mean technically? They're both meaning the same things. Now, individuals will then have their own opinion on what their style of photography is. Yeah. And they will bury it in the word reportage or they'll bury it under the word documentary but they both mean the same thing now mm. i'm not being pedantic that i'm not being a twat <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes reportage is used to give more of a picture of a higher class of people that's what you mean a higher class of target audience a higher class of wedding mm. it's reportage but it's documentary it's the same thing whereas most of the lesser individuals us and the like <laughs> yeah. go on any photographer's website most of them are documentary, documentary photographers natural. a few of them are reportage yeah but you're both doing the same thing but if you've got if you're using 
reportage, then there would be an expectation from those in the industry that would want to see it. A certain acceptable level. A certain level, yeah. Of photography. Again, this is our opinion. In their eyes. I'm not saying this is wrong or right. No. These, these are just things I've sort of yeah. um, got, got from this. We couldn't, it, what I'm trying to say is we couldn't call ourselves reportage. No, no. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that word reportage. No. A lot of reportage is more black and white than documentary. Or a lot of people that say they're reportage photographers use more black and white photos. But I think the reason behind that is because colour can sometimes detract from the story. Mm. And it's all about telling a story in photos, isn't it? I find that really strange because a wedding is colourful. Well, it, it is, yeah. I, don't, I, I can understand that some photographers want to have a reputation of being quite arty. Yeah. And the black and white does look a lot yeah, more arty. it does. As long as they're their clients are happy with that and of course that's fine but I still find it difficult that some photographers just shoot completely in black and white the whole yeah, wedding yeah they do yeah whether that's depending where you are in the world does it work better in some areas I don't know you know you're a lot of European weddings mm. are mainly black and white a lot of Italian weddings I've seen they are solely black and yeah. white or the, the person the photographer does deliver most of those I suppose on the, on the public platform yeah to be black and white perhaps yeah. they just savour those true. ones that's true for their own um, viewing purposes and surely their clients are up for it anyway they yeah, yeah you wouldn't do that without telling them that that's what you do but I, can, I can see the sense because some images they, they do give the message and they convey a lot more emotion and can be a lot more powerful if they're black and white oh whites. definitely I know when we go through our wedding albums when we're when you're when you're editing and I'll sit with you and you'll do a, a nice edit in colour and then you'll look at it in black and white and I go oh it is isn't it oh but you get the thing you you like that because you get different things from both images. Yeah. And that's where, I suppose, the skill is. If you're reportage and you want that kind of feel to it, you might go for one. Yeah. Documentary, it's the same thing, but you might be more inclined to use more colour because mm. I like colour. Mm. But I do I do some black and whites and they, they only work in black and white. The colour version just doesn't look anything. It's just so defining black and yeah, white, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it is. It, it really, really makes draws some, out expression. Just the, exactly, and the subject. The and shade, obviously. Yeah, the subject and whatever's happening in that picture is the focus. Yeah. Rather than any distracting colour, you know. The mind, I suppose, works differently when it sees a black and white. It just a, pulls you right in, doesn't it? colour. But then I, I did read something else as well, and this isn't my opinion. This is something I came across. I was reading an article written by I think, another photographer. It's another photographer, of course. Um, their opinion on reportage was that you kind of had a license, if you like, to slightly change a scene, but to still make it look like it was natural. So sort of manipulate it. Ever so slightly, not moving, moving subjects, I suppose, into preferred light, that sort of thing, mm. rather than just going gun ho seeing a scene unfold and taking the pictures of that scene unfolding. So taking a bit more time over it, basically. But not just a bit more time. I suppose they would say they're more of an artist because in their mind... They see something. They are seeing something build mm. and they know the photo they want to get. Yeah. They have seen the photo in their mind's eye, what mm. they want. Mm. So they will... I'm not saying they'll drag it up. They'll just say, oh, maybe you guys... Could you could stand all that side and then the window light is all... It's falling all your faces in and just carry on. Just a little intervention like that it's changed the reality but it, the guy or the girl's taking the photo but the photo still gives reality doesn't it yeah it looks normal but that was i thought well, that's that's interesting that yeah i, I can see that because some people they 
they will just slightly di- uh, direct a scene without being too imposing sort of about it. Direction. Which is a skill and it's clever and the resulting picture is all that counts. Well, the skill would be to be able to do that and to not affect the the ambiance, if you like, absolutely. What, what's going on. So still things be, to still carry on. Absolutely. Yeah, still be discreet and mm. unobtrusive. That is quite a skill. Yeah. You've got but to be yeah, I kind of thought, yeah, I can see that. But it would be one of those unwritten rules, wouldn't it, that nobody's going to elaborate on. Nobody who takes some of these fantastic reportages are ever going to say, well, yeah, I sh- are they? They're, ne- they're never going to say it. No, they don't need to, do they? They don't need to. Well, of course they don't. No. But my point is, is that the difference that some people see in reportage than in documentary? Because they're not different. It's a bit more refined. But they are different, aren't they? It's more refined. They? It's more... Yeah. It's more arty. It's, it's more, more arty. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of get the idea, as I'm reading through things, that maybe those that like to be class or call themselves reportage rather than documentary have a qualification behind them. Yeah, maybe that, that a, would make sense. Maybe a degree, some they form of photojournalistic training. More, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Which, in my mind, is fair enough. Yeah. If you're educated yeah, and you're definitely. skilled above the, the average person like you and I, that's what was crossing my mind that there is that unofficial distinction between being a reportage photographer and a documentary Mm. but i know there are guys out there and girls they're renowned documentary photographers and their work might in some cases is far superior to some of these reportage photographers although it's the same thing but likewise there's reportage photographers they're head and shoulders above anybody you know in the midsection if you like of the yeah. documentary side of photography yeah. so there is that separation the higher you get up isn't there yeah that's it, what I mean yeah do you know what I mean yeah I do yeah. but they are still the same thing aren't they reportage documentary well evidently not because the other word that they also <laughs> use is photojournalism yeah I, well, yeah I can see how that can be quite different but that in essence is the third word to describe well not the third word it's a third word in the suit I suppose yeah photojournalism documentary and reportage they do the, do the same thing. They're all the same. <laughs> You're looking at me going, what are you talking about? Uh, photojournalism isn't really used a great deal, but it's a word that pops in to people to describe what they do, isn't it? I suppose. I'm a photojournalist. Yeah, if you want to use something different. But different photojournalism, word. it's got to be different to documentary and reportage because it doesn't hold the same weight as in what is produced. Journalism is a very... Disposable? ...period of time... And then that's the end of it. Yeah. It moves on. So disposable. So it's not really telling the same story. If, if, if a renowned photographer gets a commission to go and shoot a, uh, a series of events somewhere that's happening in the news, they will document that story. So they will get everything from the beginning to the end, nuts and bolts, detail, individuals, portraits. You know what I mean? They will just it will tell the story. Whereas a photojournalist will just be perhaps at the scene where the action's going on. Say there's a war going on in some Middle East country or any other country around the world and a photojournalist is there to report on the news. So they're going to be down there. You can imagine, can't you, mm. with their white hats on and their press bulletproof vest or whatever. Dodging the bombs. Exactly, taking pictures of the street, the, the battle, the, the aftermath yeah. and all those sort of things. Whereas a documentary stroke reportage, they will be at that hot spot, if you like, for weeks. Yeah, sort of getting in with the, the locals. Exactly. They will what, build a story behind it. What's behind behind it. it. That's, exactly. that's the thing, isn't the story they are, behind they it? They are then documenting yeah, I'm with the you. whole thing. Yeah. Now, when I used to work in the sports and I used to go to the football... Oh, here we go. <sighs> but it, it, it kind of... It, it, yeah, it builds this picture clearer. When I was really keen, I first started, my first instinct was, oh, I'm going to this football game, I've got to, I've got to 
follow the story. I've got to make the story from beginning to end. So I'd get there really early. I'd, I'd have the stand, the stadium before anyone arrived. Um, pictures of the catering wagons outside. Then people arriving to the ground early. The ground filling up. You get the team bus approaching. The players getting off the bus, going into the into the ground, and all the, the fans outside. Then you go inside and you do the warm up photos. The pictures of the media dotted around. You'd, you'd build a story, then you'd get the action would start, and you'd be focused on the action at the after the game. You sort of do the aftermath of the game and the fans leaving. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. the projection and finishing off shots with wet ticket stubs on the ground, scarves that have been lost. You know what I mean? You build mm-hmm. a picture from beginning to end. But most of that became irrelevant. It was great for me. I'd say you you did it for but you, but it wasn't didn't you? the brief. The yeah. brief was ninety minutes of football. Goals, celebrations, important key moments, because they are what the journalists were looking for the money for their shots. publication. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that photojournalism, to me, that is a different. It is different in many respects because you're just shooting moments. Yeah. You can do it at a wedding. You can just shoot moments that are away from the story, if you like. Mm. So photojournalism or being a photojournalist is a skill separately. Yeah. But documenting a reportage is the story, isn't it? It's the making the story. Yeah, of the day from beginning to end. Uh, right, what you've explained to me, it is in a slightly different way. For documentary and reportage, is a slightly different way. I even think though, so. Even though they call it the same thing, it isn't. Yeah. Because of the way you you get your end yeah. picture. But that that just, I suppose that might be a thing just with the um, the close knit wedding photography community. That 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 circle. Once you're in that circle, then you are you have a right, if you like, to distinguish yourself from one to the other yeah but if you go and do a search on online for instance it will tell you they're the same thing same thing yeah so generally they're the same thing but once you you dissect somebody's skill level whether they got an art background or not they can then see something slightly differently yeah. to the average documentary photographer so they probably they probably do then have that right to say i'm more reportage it's a it's a step above really yeah. isn't it don't you think I, well like, yeah reading between the lines again it's that an un- is the feeling it's a step above I, I think that's right i think it's an unofficial separation of the yeah. two yeah yeah you, you 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 fall one side or the other of those mm. but they are the same thing yeah 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 i get that so what are we we're documentary we say we're documentary because we like to tell a story in photos the story to me the essence of the wedding day is the bride and then the groom yeah would i be wrong in assuming that because that's why i see it yeah, most most weddings that we shoot, it's a, it's a, a bride and a groom, isn't yeah. it? So you f- you tend to follow the bride as as the main That's the main focus, the main focus. Of, of the wedding day. Because you do bridal prep, people do do groom prep, but they do more these days, don't yeah. they? It is it is bridal prep. You with you with the bridal party within the wedding you? day. You can get distracted if another story evolves. <laughs> Expand <laughs> that blank look. Expand right. Your documentary photographer, your job is to tell a story of the day. So you turn up at your wedding, you get the exterior shots because that's part of the story. It's an introduction to where where the venue, where the weddings are taking place, yeah. the venue. And then as you get closer, you might take a few bits of detail along the way, flowers that have turned up, a lot of that, that sort of thing. Yeah. The outside of the door, the door number, the bridal suite, the name of the house, whatever it is. You're, you're building a picture, aren't you? Mm. You enter the bridal suite. So you've got a scene there straight away. There's a million and one ways you can do it, aren't, isn't it? But you, you tend to take pictures of people, surroundings, wide shots, close-up shots, those sort of things. Yeah. About the bride, makeup, hair, interactions, details, interactions, exactly. Yeah. Drinks. Yeah. The, uh, little odd things dotted around the room. Um, 
then other people might come into the scene, bridesmaids, younger bridesmaids, I mean, flower girls. You're already telling that story, aren't you? So mm. you're going to try and keep with the bride and tell the bride comes down the aisle and connects with the groom. Then you've got another story starting, haven't yeah. you? Well, earlier that morning, there might have been an incident between two members of the bridal party. For argument's sake, that's another story evolving, isn't it? Mm. You might have heard a conversation. You know, somebody so-and-so or so-and-so's coming later. You know, a potential relationship starting. Do you know what I mean? A story can start there as well. Yeah. So where, as the photographer, do you decide you're going to be documenting? Because a true documentary photographer will follow a story, mm. won't they? I think you would do your, your couple injust- an injustice if you decided to follow a separate story. If you decided to go off on a yeah, tangent. Yeah, you can't, can you? Exactly. You can't. So you, you have to kind of be disciplined yeah. in what you've been hired to do. Definitely. But you are documenting the day. Yeah. But... Some people would argue, oh, this happened and that happened. You, you, didn't, you didn't get, get it. it. You didn't get it. Mm. Well, that's because I was, that's not the story I was following. No, that's right. You, you know, so it. you could be lucky and be in the right place at the right time to get a picture that s- signifies those incidents. Yeah. And you might get a good triptych or some trip. Triptych. Triptych. Trip yeah. pick. Triptych. Of photos that tell that story just briefly. Yeah. But yeah, stick with the bride and groom. It's got to be, isn't it? It's got to be. It's their day. You've, they've paid you. I mean, little things could happen and you might be able to disappear for five minutes and get a few pictures of another couple you saw during the day that had something going on. It's certainly something that maybe I, I would do. Well, I that's, follow yeah, it if exactly. You've if you've got two photographers on board, that's yeah. even better because yeah. we can communicate. We can talk we to each other. We can try to talk. <laughs> we can try to talk, yeah. Do our sign language. I don't know. What was that? I don't know what that accent was. What was that? Not doing sign language. Sign language with... With, with um, audio. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when you're trying to talk to somebody across the room, but you're doing the signals, but you don't speak, you kind of like... Was that Lee Evans? Lee Evans. <laughs> I go get a drink. And you're like, what was he saying? I go get a drink. You want to give me a ring? <laughs> you do that, don't you? You, yeah. you gesture. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of half speak. I forgot where I was now. I know. But yeah. <laughs> having two photographers, we can communicate, yeah. can't we? Yeah. Um, and then to say, look, Cara, see that couple there. Just keep an eye on them, the same, because this has happened earlier, and just see where that goes. Yeah. Or a couple of kids, they had a fight, or something happened, or their cousins they haven't seen each other for ages, anything. Mm. Just keep your eye on them, too, and see if something nice comes of it. Squeaky chair again. I'm going to sort that out. Because at the end of the day, what, what, what do couples want from a photographer? Don't say photos. Exactly what I was going to say. They want the photos, <laughs> don't they? Well, let's face it. If you're reporting or documenting, so reportage or documentary photography, if you're shooting the perfect wedding, <laughs> you're going to produce f- photos that are. I just said that. Yeah, but I'm just expanding. That are raw. I don't mean like digitally raw. No, I'm going to say that. <laughs> I mean, they're raw they in their essence, aren't they? It is what it is. Yeah. They're raw. The emotion in it is raw. They're going to be candid, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So you're not going to, you're going to direct anything. It is what it is again. Full of emotion. And they're going to cover the day in its entirety. Because if you're not doing a day in its entirety, I don't think you are documenting a day. No. Well, you're not. If you're not there all day, you're not documenting a day from beginning to end are you no because couples tend to want wedding photos uh, that let them remember the day from beginning to end 
kind of in a candid fashion, don't they? We find that more and more, don't we? No one's, yeah. lo- no one's looking for anything formal. No, not at all. I think those days are... They're, they're sort of disappearing, aren't they? No, no yeah. Formality at a wedding, it kind of goes. Even we do... Not just us, but anyone that does um, the group photos, they're always encouraged to be just a relaxed, yeah. informal affair. You are... Because a picture needs to say who was who mm. and what they were doing. Mm. You know, if you took a photo of me in a suit with your top button done up tie, looking really neat, hair parted down to one side, looking real crisp and clean and cleanly shaven and all I'll that. I'd say who the hell's that? You would, wouldn't you? But if you saw a top button undone, pump suit with, with a pair of pumps on, and me hair a bit ruffled with me big beard. Oh, there you are. You say, oh, there he is. But that's, that, that's the rawness of it. That's my point. It's the rawness, isn't it? Yeah. You don't go and in a, in a group photo hide somebody that's got trainers on. Or can you go behind there so we don't see your feet? Because it is what it is. Mm. They'll be remembered. And anyone look at the photos will know who that person was and know why they had the red trainers on, for instance, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, all that the tells, and characters. That, exactly, that tells the story. Yeah. Because they want to be able to see and relive the events of the day without anything looking posed. Yeah. That's documentary in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. Reportage documentary. Same thing in this conversation. Finally, on that... With documentary and reportage photography, it lets the couples and the guests enjoy the day and often leaves people wondering if there was even a photographer present. Did you just read that out? That's a little note I made. (laughs) But doesn't that sum it up? Yeah, it does. Because people always use this word unobtrusive. Mm. But by the same token... That just grates If you work as a reportage documentary, you've still got to have a lot of confidence to get in there. Because you don't get in there... You don't see the rawness of it, do you? No, no. You can't hide in a bush, like Homer Simpson, <laughs> No. with a 400mm lens, taking photos and not be seen. No. Because you don't can't. get it. You have to be able to feel emotion yourself, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Feel the atmosphere. You have to be able to hear. Yeah, that's really hear important, things, actually. Don't you? The hearing is you really, know, really whatever important. Whatever it is, you have to be able to see and hear things, yeah. don't you? And you also have to, if you've done it right and you are skilled, you've already done the the ground laying that everyone's comfortable with you and you being in the centre of something isn't an issue. No, that's right. Even if there was a bloody fight going on, the fact that you're there, that by that stage, or even if it's in the morning, you're, you're kind of accepted as part of the scene, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, definitely. So it is, it is a skill to be a documentary reportage photographer. Mm. Not just in the photos you take, but in the way you take those photos. Now, there are a lot, there are a lot of photographers out there. I'll never be as good as them. They are the creme de la creme. Mm. They are really naturally excellent at what they do. Yeah. They read a situation. They get in there. Their personal, interpersonal skills top are very good. Yeah. You know? Um, and they do get the pictures that perhaps we all crave for. But that's not saying we don't get pictures that we're proud of and that our clients adore. Yeah, of course. So all this we've discussed, if you're new, you might be thinking, well, there's no chance I'm ever going to be able to do any of that because you will. You just will. Yeah. Your own experiences in what you do and how you move forward naturally take you down a road where you start to feel comfortable and you'll get to a stage where you also start to realise that people look to you Yeah. for what you do. You're mm-hmm. not just a person with a camera, you're a photographer and you, you naturally bring a bit of respect with you with that, mm. don't you? Of course you do. You start to earn respect. So, yeah, it's just a case of just take yourself on that journey. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Documentary. 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 Tell the story in pictures. Mm. Now, some weddings are harder than others, aren't they? To document in pictures. People always, yeah. people have always said to me, oh, there'll always be something going on somewhere. But 
sometimes there isn't a lot going on somewhere and rather than not do anything you kind of feel you you need to be doing something mm. because you need to keep going because what generally happens is that you're doing something you're doing you're looking for something and that's when you stumble across something happening yeah you know just something unexpected happens now if you weren't if you if you're taking a back seat and thought well I'll sit down for half an hour because there's nothing happening then that's you when will, it happens. That, then you that's will when you miss, miss it. And you won't even know you've missed stuff because you, haven't, you haven't been doing anything. That's right. And that's why it's always important just to keep rolling with the day. Mm. Keep rolling with it. Even if you're not snapping, just move around, move around, take pictures of little things here and there because you just never know that moment. And you will be, you want to be the one that, to be remembered that you caught that moment. Nobody yeah. else saw it. Nobody else was there. No one's got a picture of it. It lasted a split second. There was no warning. There was no aftermath. There was just that split second. And because you had the camera and you were close by and you were taking a picture of something else, so you were kind of prepared, in that split second you turned, you took the photo, and it was a winner. Mm. A winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you want to be remembered, isn't it? Of course it is. And that's how you want people to speak about you mm. and to recommend you, that you're you're busy but at the same time you're not noticed uh, yeah we, we've, we've always had more often than not as we're leaving people say I didn't realise you're still here yeah I didn't realise you're still here what that are you doing, still doing here that, that, always, that is always quite nice it is because I feel like yeah that's job done I suppose they are quite pissed by then but <laughs> <laughs> yeah and of course we wear black all day so we're yeah. in the shadows by that time aren't we yeah no, we we always get lots of compliments from our couples that we just didn't know you were there, and of course they knew we were there. They knew we were there because they, you know, yeah, because they've been smiling at the camera yeah, a few yeah, times. Yeah, but I think the point is there. Then it's their way of saying you did such a good job. Yeah, you've let us enjoy our day. We've had a great day, and you haven't imposed yourself. Exactly, onto our you scene. haven't imposed yourself. We can't wait to really see the important. photos. Yeah, and then we've got reviews on our website where people have said. It's astounding what they capture because they've got the most intimate moments, expressions, those sort of things. It's like, how could they get those when they weren't even there? Yeah. But we were there. Mm. We just weren't in your face. Because it does become a skill. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. And most, most, I won't say every, most wedding photographers naturally have those skills. Yeah. Or they've, they've learned to adopt, adopt those skills, haven't they? That's right. It doesn't come to. naturally, does it? I mean, it's something you have to learn. It's, yeah, yeah, it takes time, it takes experience. Every wedding take is a learned experience. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Because you'll go into your first wedding as nervous feel as hell, and awkward as hell. Yeah, really awkward. But if you if you're new and you're listening, you never have to feel. I know you naturally will, but you will just be seen as the wedding photographer. Yeah. Everyone knows the wedding photographer. You just do your job. Don't feel awkward because you you don't look awkward. No. Don't feel out of place because you don't look out of place. No. It might be new to you, but to everyone else, it's not new. It's an expectation. So just do do you do. Yeah. Is my, is my rec- uh, advice on that. Go to your first wedding. Once you start taking photos after the first frame, I, I think nerves go anyway. Yeah. They just do. I'm yeah. a bit anxious. Not yeah, so much now before the night before a wedding. I, I, I sleep quite well now. Mm. I used to be awake my first you know handful of full paying weddings. I used to be awake most of the night. Just yeah. running through scenarios in my mind, but... I quickly learned that that's not the way to do it. Because What's no point, is there? There is no point because nothing works out like that. There is like no that. scenario. Nothing worked out like that. No. You, 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 you play the day as the day comes. And that's the best way to play it. Absolutely. It's the only way to play it. But yeah, documentary photography. Tell a story in photos. Yeah, simples. Simples. We like simple. We do. I saw a little thread the other day. A little thread of cotton? No, a little thread on to Facebook. On Facebook. On to Facebook. Oh, it was one of these wedding pages that I, I, I read a lot on. 
and a lot of people I don't know they, they ask for opinions they give their stories and they ask for advice that sort of thing somebody mm-hmm. posted the other day about um, they're going to do their first wedding in a long time yeah bear in mind we're still in the Covid period <laughs> yeah things are limited just a bit and they had a they were doing bridal prep so they wanted to know how people are handling bridal prep mm-hmm. and the responses were quite mixed some were um, just 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 uh, sorry got distracted in sorry I'll cut that out okay you look like you're in pain I got bit did you yeah Dracula oh, bit me yeah well fly a spider a spider yeah a, a fake widow. <laughs> yeah, a fake widow. Are they, what are they called? What are they called in the UK? Are they called they fake call widows? They call fake widows. They don't kill you, though, do they? No, but they do bite. Yeah, but they hurt. Do they? Do they hurt? Apparently, yeah. But that wasn't a fake widow. No, was it a fake bite? I think it might have just been a little hair pulled. <laughs> it was stuck arm, in your jumper. I felt like I got bit. Uh, Sorry, I, just, I do apologise. <laughs> you pulled that face like ah! <laughs> <laughs> something's happened. <laughs> I think I'm dying. <laughs> What were you saying? I do apologise. Sorry, carry on. It's a good job this ain't live, isn't it? It is, isn't I'll it? cut all this out. <laughs> Don't cut it out. So they, they were going to do bridal prep. We are in the time of COVID still and restrictions are in place. Now, the, she was met with a varied response or he was, I can't remember what it was. It? One or two said, no, bridal prep, absolute no, no, do not be doing bridal prep, blah, 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 blah. Others were, well, yeah, you, you can do bridal prep, but take these precautions in mind. You know, adhere to social distancing, wear your face mask, take some sanitising gel, keep your distance. If it gets too populated and it's too smaller area... Take yourself out. Exactly, take yourself away from it. Yeah. We've got a wedding next week coming up, but we haven't got any bridal prep. Because no. they're doing everything next year, aren't they? Yeah. We're just having the intimate ceremony on our recommendation. Yeah. And um, it's at a registry office. So mm-hmm. I'm quite keen to see how it will work. Yeah, me too. Because I'm not sure whether... Two photographers can go in because there will be limited numbers, won't mm, there? Yeah, which is no problem for us because it's it's ceremony and we can quite easily do that with one person. Yeah, how we will have to sit or how the guests will have to sit, how it will be laid out, um, the the minimum maximum distances that sort of thing, and the maximum amount of guests, which I know is thirty, but I'd like, it'd be interesting to see how that works. Yeah, i.e. I don't think there'll be 30 there. Would it be 25 guests plus two registrars plus... I get the feeling the, from what they were saying, it, there wouldn't be 20. Well, maybe just not. Be, it'll but just be like a, a first, dozen probably. It, it is our first wedding event since March, isn't mm. it? Since lockdown. Yeah. You know, loads of people are getting back to work now, apparently, in the wedding industry. Yeah. Doing loads of weddings week in, week out. I know. Small weddings. And I'm thinking, well, where did all those come from? Because we've all have gone till next year, all yeah, our weddings. Yeah, Do you reckon they're telling porkies a little bit? Not, not as busy, maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit. But anyway, just getting off on a tangent there. I, we had this, well, I said to you, didn't I? All this about, it's a no-no, you can't do this, this is in place, that's in place, you mustn't do that. Well, as a business and as a photographer, hmm. we do have a duty of care ourselves, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So in, in, if it was me in this situation, I would be going to the client and giving them my risk assessment. So I would outline who I am, obviously, who they are, who I would be reporting to during this time, what my stipulations are for keeping myself safe, what my stipulations are for keeping you safe as the client or the bride and their guests. Yeah. If I'm in a room, for instance, and there's more than five people in there, I would then, my, my stipulation would be I would take my leave. Yeah. 
because the minimum or the depends maximum. on the size of the ring. Yeah, exactly. All those sort of things yeah. will come into it. That would be all in your risk risk assessment, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you can stand away from a group of people over ten meters away and still take photos, fine. Yeah, quite. That's part of your, but if it's a small confined. Small room, for instance. Yeah. You you can't really be in there with more than five people because you'll be the sixth one. And technically, you're not supposed to have more than six people from different families in the same arena, are you? I believe so. And are you supposed to then... Or all those supposed to be then maintaining two-metre distance at this stage? Or one-plus with face coverings, something like that. exactly. But would they all be doing that in the joyfulness of Of bridal prep? But as a professional and as a business owner, you have to produce a risk assessment. Mm. And that's all you need to do. Yeah. This is it. This is is the action I will be taking place at this day. If I'm in a confined area, and if I can't keep two metres distance from more than four or five people, I will vacate Mm. until numbers in that room drop. Basically, we've got to be doing our homework, haven't we? We've Absolutely. got to be much more on the ball than what we used to. In, in oh, the old God, days, yeah. Yeah. in the old days, yeah. you could just but rock up and yeah. you this didn't know what you were going to face. With this COVID coming into place, you have to re-educate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily re-educate everyone else. We've no. got to re-educate each other, haven't we? Yeah. So we have these conversations. We're lucky because I have you to talk to. Mm. And we, we, we tend to get it right, don't we? Yeah. Hence the risk assessment mm. popping up. We say, well, we will provide a risk assessment to keep ourselves safe and to keep everybody safe yeah because if you go to a venue for instance we go to do the um ceremony on saturday we rock up there and the the owner of the um the town hall is being taking place in says oh have you got have you got a risk assessment for me well what would you look like if you went no no didn't know it well in this time of covid 2020 you're running a business going into public arenas with people from all walks of life You've got no risk assessment in place. How unprofessional would you feel? Yeah. Never yeah. mind look. Embarrassed. Yeah. You'd be quite But that is kind of all you need in anything like this is just to prove you've got a working system in place that will protect you and other people. Yeah. And that's all you've got to have. And it hasn't got, it hasn't got to be anything flamboyant. Just no. Just a, a bit of paper. Just write out your key points. That's your risk assessment, mm. isn't it? Yeah. That, that just proves that you've got something in place. But yeah, I just thought, well, it's one thing coming onto a Facebook forum. They're not forums, are they? They're just Facebook threads. Yeah. Forums are an old thing, aren't they? Mm. Are they? I don't know. And asking for advice and then getting everybody's different advice. Just just work for yourself. You you own your business. You run your business. You do what you practice is your business. Yeah. yeah. Good practice. Good practice. practice good risk practice. assessment. Absolutely. Every time I reapply for my drone licence, I have to have a risk assessment in place for varying situations. Mm. It's not hard. You just have to think. Yeah. And just put in the key points, which we all know. You go on to direct gov, can't you? Just get, just get the key phrases. Well, that's right. And just put those into your risk assessment. Da, 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 da. That's that, that's that. Show that uh, they're covered. And all you're saying is, I'll wear a mask, I've got sanitizer. I'll keep two metres. If the room gets too, too populated, I will be the one that will leave. Yeah. Because no one else is going to leave, obviously, are they? It's their wedding. That's right, exactly. But if you're at a wedding, and then you've told the bride that, or the groom, or both, or anybody who's in the couple relationship, you've told them that, as part of my risk assessment, I will leave if this happens, if that happens. It keeps everybody safe. You might not have got this photo, but you're all safe. Because if anybody popped their clogs at the end of it, and it was traced to you, that photo wouldn't mean Jack, would it? Not really, no. That's for sure. So risk assessment. Hmm. Risk, assess every wedding from this day forward yeah it could be a case of that couldn't the it the new normal do you, I mean, it could a lot be, of people say that new normal it could literally be a case of that couldn't it yeah 
can be a bad thing, can it? Hey, think back to March when this all kicked off. Would you have thought this far down the road? You honestly thought that maybe by the end of June, July, it'll be back to normal. I didn't. I know, because you're... Because I'm, I'm a half glass, half empty kind of gal. <laughs> you're a conspiracy theorist. No, I am not. You think there's a bigger picture? No, I don't. Well, I do, but I won't go into that. But a lot of people did say, yeah, as you were saying, it's, it, it is something that might change many things permanently. Yeah. And I remember going back a couple of episodes, we, we, we did say ourselves, I think it's in our COVID-19 episode, could this be the new norm, mm. the new way a wedding work? The new ways, it's different. Yeah. You, if something changes for good, there has to be that first instance where it changes. Yeah. And that's always the difficult one, isn't it? And people always hanker after the old days or the old way of working. But it's changed, it's changed. Mm. Change. Ch -ch -ch -change. <laughs> Ch -ch -ch change. That's all I've got. <laughs> That's all you got. That's all I've got. Oh, okay. Should we talk oh. TV? Oh. We yeah. finished Bosch, didn't we? We finished Bosch. I don't know if anybody out there has watched Bosch. It's a detective series, there's six seasons of it. Um I don't know whether because we watched the whole lot, didn't we, mm. up to the end of season six? But I don't know whether it's been... It has been cleverly left open. that it, There could be another series. Yeah, it could go on and on. Another really, season. That type of programme, is But it? if it, it didn't, then you're kind of satisfied with yeah. the way it ended, aren't you? And the way that all the stories kind of come to an end. If, it, if there was another um, season, then we probably would watch it. But oh, I would. I, I quite like it. don't I, need to. It was a good need to detective one. sort of season, series, whatever you want to call it. Stories were quite good. Mm. Bit of a drama, thriller. There's a couple, there was a couple of unanswered things in there, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, I don't want to go into too much in case any, somebody hasn't seen it, but no. the one was the uh, the blonde-haired woman, yeah. the ex-porn star. What was this? <laughs> <laughs> that was Lots a boobies. Lots of hand gestures there. <laughs> this blonde woman. That, yeah. that, that didn't get answered, did it? No, not uh, really, no. That didn't uh, completely get not finalised. So it's one of those that's left hanging. But I suppose it's the slightly. makers, they can make that decision themselves, yeah. can't they? Yeah. Yeah. We've still got a little bit to watch. But what did we start watching the other day? Dark. Dark. That's really good, isn't it? There's I am really enjoying three that. Three seasons of that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a German-made series. Yeah. Drama is what, what I was looking for. Mm. So it's got... It's, it's naturally... The dialogue is German, isn't it? But on Netflix, fortunately, you've got the, the audio the audio dubbing, dub. haven't you? Rather than having to read the uh, the text. Yeah, we tried. We tried to, What's it to watch What's it. What's it called? Subtitles. Subtitles. We tried to watch it with subtitles, oh. but we How failed. People do that. It was so fast. That's <laughs> I'm a, quite a fast reader, actually. But I don't, I like, to, I don't like to look at the bottom of the screen. I want to watch the drama. It doesn't bother me that much. Oh, it does me. I but not to... when it goes too fast. My, my eyes, when I'm watching, like they wander all around the screen. I'm looking at all backgrounds. Perhaps it's because my photography mind oh, maybe. is looking at things. I, I look at lighting. Not with any, uh, what's the word, intent. I just naturally just look at the scene mm. and look at things in the background. My eyes are all over the screen. But I cannot be distracted by words at the bottom. Because I don't... I don't <laughs> uh, you reminded me then of something. When um, our daughter... Ruby, she used to always put subtitles oh, up, didn't yeah. she, when she's watching telly? Yeah. And it used to drive you to derision. It did, didn't it? <laughs> it's always subtitles. Like she'd always leave them on when she Yeah, to wind me up. <laughs> didn't she? That's like a fly, a moth to the bloody light, though, isn't it? Yeah, you want your eyes hard on I don't want to look at them. No. And they're on. <laughs> but no, dark. That feels like it's going to be a really good drama. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of, 
It's quite a dark drama, isn't it? Yeah. And it's got that that um, time traveling essence to it, mm. which I really which like. Love. I, I love all that. Yeah. So I'm quite. It's a very what... dreary place they live in. It's constantly it's rain. bloody rain, like, isn't it? No, quite honestly, here. Do you know but... what? It's been raining where we live for the last couple of days. <laughs> I've been playing a game on the PlayStation. It's been raining on that. On that game, it's been raining constantly. Proper good rain as well. We watched that series. It hasn't stopped it's raining for three episodes, has it? No, no. Proper right umdinging rain as well. It's in Germany and it's in, in a, oh, it's in like a, a wilderness forest. I've started to feel really Is it depressed. the Black Forest in Germany? Is that where the ghetto area. is? <laughs> I think Black Forest Gatto does originate in Germany. Does it grow in the woods in Germany? No, no. Doesn't it? No. Doesn't it grow on trees, Gatto? It doesn't, unfortunately. Don't no. they fall off the trees and go splodge? <laughs> now you're being silly. Me? Yeah. Silly? Yeah, so dark. That's one. Yeah. That's one to... Uh, yeah. If you're into time travelling, it's a, it's a good one. Well, so far, anyway. So, so far, only, so good. Only three episodes, but it's good. So, right, what have we got happening... Not a lot. No, we got uh, going out for a curry Saturday night. Oh, yeah, there was a bank holiday weekend bank in holiday the UK weekend, year, isn't it? Yeah. August bank holiday weekend. Yeah. And we had planned to have... A 25th wedding anniversary party. Party with yeah. our good friends yeah. from down the road the who Rayleigh's. are also selling... Not selling anything, are they? Oh, they're not selling anything. Celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary this year. Yeah. We got married at the start of August. They got married... Start of September, uh, end of September, end of September, Mid, yeah, end of September. So we were going to meet in the middle, weren't we, and have a a joint bash together? Yeah. So we booked a venue, wouldn't we, locally, and the food, and we were going to get the invites ready, and you had a Facebook event page all going crazy and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And then COVID kicked in and it put a question mark above it all, and obviously, cut long story short, it's got cancelled. Well, so anyway. it would have been this weekend, wouldn't it? Yeah. But instead, we're not going to be B because we're going out for a curry. Yeah. We booked a table. Well, we're are... going to go to a nice restaurant, but looked at the prices and thought, nah, we'll just go for a curry. We like a curry. <laughs> now, anyone listening locally is going to say, I wonder where they yeah, booked it. Yeah, I but know. I ain't paying £30 for a steak. <gasps> I know. I want, a, I want a cow dragged in on a bit of rope for that. Oh, God. Ridiculous <laughs> price. I wonder if they put the price up because of the takeout to eat. Less, but it's uh, thing. that only happened Monday to Wednesday, and that, that's <laughs> what's it called? Eat out to stay out, <laughs> take out a cheap out, <laughs> eat out to help out. Yeah, yeah, I got a few laughs that one did, didn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think the only where did we go when that oh, it was McDonald's. You we went to McDonald's when they first opened again when we was on our road trip. Yeah, we went to McDonald's, and on that day, they would win 50% wasn't that the first day off. No. no, that wasn't an eat out to help out. That was just a fifty percent off that day, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, it wasn't because eat out to help out is a ten pound per head reduction on your bill, isn't it? Not fifty percent off. It's a ten pound per head reduction. No, it's fifty percent off up to ten pounds per person. Actually. Oh well, uh, yeah. Okay, so it's ten. Yeah. So it was but 50- McDonald's were doing their version, which was on that one day. Was it was it was it was fifty percent off, not up to ten pounds, just fifty percent off, okay. and it went crazy in there, didn't it? It was absolutely crazy. I don't know where I was going with that. Mm-mm. No, nor me. But anyway, we're going out for curry. Yeah, we had to get in there early because they've got limited tables, haven't they? Yeah, but that should that should be a laugh. Yeah, not quite the same as a party. We'll do that next year, though. 
We'll have to do the party. We'll have to, but it's 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 finding a date that works because of weddings. Yeah. Oh uh, well, we can just as long as we can get plenty of notice, and we will just we will just sacrifice keep that weekend, a date. Keep that weekend free. Mm, like we did this year. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Okay, then, Mr. Musgrove. I'm empty. You're empty. I'm empty. You're empty somewhere. I need some more drinkies. <laughs> Oi! Anyone think we're flipping alcoholics? Oh, we, sorry, we, no, only we only on, drink yeah, Sunday only to this, Monday. No, we only drink on this night when, we, when we're podding. <laughs> we don't drink at all otherwise, do we? <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, of course we don't. Right. We're looking forward to things getting, I'll say, get going again. We have got the wedding coming up next weekend. Yeah, we'll have to tell then you about that. that. Is pretty much if, as far as weddings go, till. Uh, it's not this Saturday, it's Saturday after. Yeah, all right. But, yeah, September sometimes. Yeah, yeah. First weekend in September. Yeah. But that's our wedding stuff done, really, till early spring next year. Which is unbelievable, isn't it? We're still... I mean, people are still saying that they're doing lots and lots of work now. And we're like, we've just got nothing. Must, maybe we're crap. I just think it's, we've just been unlucky. We have just been unlucky. Well, there, there, lots of inquiries have come through for yeah. next year. But there's... You know, are they just price shopping... A lot of price shopping yeah. going on, which is understandable. Yeah, yeah which is fine. That's part, yeah. of, that's part of the game. Yeah. You can only do so much, can't you? And I think so many photographers are cutting their prices ridiculously. I was going to say, that so is, gonna be, the, that is the real that. that is the real battle mm. in going forward, is that I think the talk on the street, if you're getting married, is probably you'll get a bargain. Yeah, yeah, that's true. People like ourselves will just hold on to our prices because the work doesn't change no no maybe they're like well actually you're you're now quite expensive maybe but I'd rather be more expensive because you still got to do the work because you still got to do the work indeed then I you know what I, I saw someone online today 50% 50, that's one I was going to say about the 50% saying, why off. Are you, how can you possibly cut but, your price in half we can barely feed ourselves as it is never mind 50% off and their 50% wasn't it wasn't a small amount no I mean the, the, the all day package was a free four, fi- four figure healthy yeah. sum but to Cutting cut that, that in half, half yeah it's like wow and I would do you need perhaps I don't know I don't know you can only speculate can't you but of course they, they are going to get the bookings aren't they Bandu, that's what I'm on, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So maybe we're going to be up against it next year. I know, year. I know. But the cream always rises to the top. Yeah, that's true. it does though, doesn't it? Yeah. The quality will always remain. Yeah. And you you will get respected more, and you'll have a better reputation because you stuck it out. Because mm. if you go down in price, fifty percent off, and you get a tidal wave of weddings, how are you going to remove from that price? I know. Without without eventually losing. So many customers that your clients that you're you're going to be seen as keep away is cheap, and mm. if your prices hike up to back to their normal, all those customers you've satisfied who have passed your name on to others. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? The, say, the referrals oh, I'm not, I'm are going to be that. like, oh, he only paid X amount. Yeah, now he's oh, he wants this amount. amount. Yeah, so it, yeah. It, it's a it is a fine balancing act, but you've got to you've got to be true to yourself. You've got to respect yourself. Well, we, can, we can't afford to lose. That sort of money. Respect yourself. Respect what you do. This year as it is. And just respect the industry you work in. Yeah. Respect yeah. others in the industry. That's yeah. just not being very fair to anybody. But they will argue, well, I'm getting the work. It's getting me through this time. I'm happy. But best of luck in 12 months' time when you've got to up your prices. Yeah, that's true. Good luck, Tom. Anyway. anyway thanks for the... <laughs> 
hour or so you've been with us. Yeah. Has it been an hour? Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. quite consistent. By the time I've edited this, it'll be about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don't thanks forget for to come into our us. social media. We are on, on Facebook, Darren Musgrove Photography. We do put bits and bobs on there. As in, what bits and bobs? <laughs> <laughs> I was miles Where away were there. You? you were away with the fairies. <laughs> I was thinking about my next drink. No, it wasn't really. What were we talking about? I just said, I was just saying. What just, bits and bobs? I just said we put bits and bobs on our social media. We do put bits and bobs on Darren our social Photography media. is our Facebook page. Oh, don't ask me about them. No, you know what I'm like. I'm telling I can't you, remember. not I can't, asking you. I can't remember any of them. Darren Musgrove Photo is our Instagram. We do post on Instagram perhaps more often than anywhere else because that kind of is the place where it all happens. Apparently. I put a good little post on there the other day of Jess's wedding on Brighton Pier. Did you? When they were on the fairground rides. I don't do Instagram. The white, the white knuckle rides. Oh, that one, yeah. yeah. That's a fab picture. Yeah. Have a look at those. Darren Musgrove Photo. Twitter, D Musgrove Photo. Generally, it's the same kind of thing. Um, and website, darrenmusgrove.com. Mm-hmm. And Facebook? Face, I, I did Facebook. Is that the first one the you bits did? Bits and bobs. Oh, that the Facebook Where bits and you? bobs. I don't know. Where have I was, you been? I was playing with this. Have you zoned out? Have you gone on in time I, somewhere? I was. Yeah, could have been. You know, you've left me here. <laughs> that, that, that moment you disappeared, you've had a week's holiday somewhere else, haven't you? And you've come back I to wish, me. I wish, I wish. Goodness gracious me. <laughs> Sorry, love. I promise to pay more attention next time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you. Get in touch. Facebook, Instagram, website. Website. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, that's Be good it, to really. hear from you. Anybody? anybody <laughs> Hello? Is anybody It would be listening? nice to hear from another human being. There are the human beings out there still, aren't there? I hope so. Yeah. It'd be weird if, it, weird if there wasn't, wouldn't there? Oh, that's another story. So you woke up one morning and there was nothing out there. Straight down that shop, I will. Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Clear the shop out of biscuits. We're going off on one now. <laughs> I'll cut the silences out. I know you will. Darren Musgrove Photography. Darren. Cara. A wedding photographer's journey of art is our podcast. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. In the week, we had we have... Cut that bit out. Okay. <laughs>